State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you niggas and these hoes. That's my new intro. I ain't had to tell you that. <laughs> you like it? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas and these hoes. Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, it's me, Tabell. Hey y'all, I'm a nigga and a hoe at the same time. So this all this show it's is a hybrid for me. It's, it's a, a hybrid. hybrid. It's, it's a, a hybrid. hybrid. <laughs> it's a me, Mari ho. <laughs> hey y'all, I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Hey AJ. Hey girl, what's going on? How was your weekend? Shit, what I do this weekend? Oh my god, baby, turn one this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we had like such a lit party for her. It was really an adult party, honestly. Like she was sleepy the whole time of the party, honestly. 
and we was just drinking. We had like cocktails, you know, named for her, and it was such a good time. We had so much fun. I was all down bad. I stayed in the bed all day Sunday because I had I was lit uh, Saturday for a one year old party. That's how it be. For, yeah. for the kids' birthdays, shit turned into uh-huh. adult party after six. Yeah, <laughs> shit, it was adult party from the time it started. Shame. Yeah. What about you? What you do this weekend? Yeah, remember I told y'all last week I was heading to Atlanta this week, so that's what I did all weekend. Oh yeah, drinking and smoking and yeah, eat, all the ball headed whole shit you could think of. Okay, no threesomes and no shit like that, but all the ratchet Boo. shit y'all could think of. <laughs> Tomato, was... tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> All the bald headed whole shit y'all could think of. I was doing it. And my body shut the fuck down on Sunday. Y'all notice they've been canceling a lot of flights. I don't know if anybody's been flying recently, but by the grace of God, I made it home. My flight was delayed, not canceled. And mm-hmm. I just fucked up my day. Atlanta Airport is terrible. First of all, it took me an hour to get through security. Just ruined my whole shit. But all in all, it was a good trip. That's my uh, my that was my birthday cele- celebration, for the most part. So I hung out with my home girl. We ate a lot of good food. One thing about Atlanta, them motherfuckers got some good food in Atlanta. There's so yeah. many restaurants. If you open a business there, that shit is gonna thrive because niggas yeah. is gonna show up. Every place is packed all the time. You ever you ever ate at this steakhouse called Howl's? They have really good food. It's a vibe. And if you're looking for a white zaddy. That's where you go, ladies, okay? The white zaddies getting off of work with they button up and slacks, they in there. The golf players, they in there. So for all the, the white working, zaddies? All the working girls, yes. I mean, house. like, it's a two-floor house, H-A-L apostrophe S. It's uh, two floors full of white zaddies. <laughs> Did you get one? No, because I was in there with a black zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> so no I ain't get no white zaddy I wasn't looking for one but yeah it was good vibes great vibes yep well, that sounds like fun I might get me a steak and some white meat on the side <laughs> <laughs> just joking guys <laughs> uh, let's get into stupid internet news child what we got going on this week it's a slow week you don't think yeah, it was. So apparently the reps from Ripley's Museum is coming for Kim K. Because y'all remember she wear she wore um, uh, Marilyn Monroe's uh, famous teardrop, little diamond, little number, little strappy dress for the Met Gala this year. And they posted pictures online of how it had a few of the beads, uh, the bedazzled, missing off of it. We're talking about how old is this dress? 50 years, 60 years old or some shit? Mm-hmm. Kim K went on a strict diet to lose weight to even fit the dress first of all she got in it and it it got some damage you know that's what happened when you wear shit sometimes that's what happened when you wear old shit like that that shit is thrift store at this point (laughs) dry rot at this point imagine y'all trying to come for her about that shit yeah like i think that's dumb like listen don't let her wear the dress if you didn't want it to be you know potentially ruined like and yeah, why do you want to wear a dead woman's dress anyway? Why do you want to wear that dress? What type of goddamn conjuring were y'all trying oh, to do that night? 
<laughs> Why do you want to wear that dress? I knew. I thought we might be able to go one episode. Without we can't, bitch. I just be wanting to give the people a different perspective. This is a wild world we living in, right? Y'all don't realize how time's speeding up. Shit is just getting crazy and crazy and crazy every fucking day. Why are you wearing this dead woman's dress? It's like to me. So you won't wear a dead woman shit? No. Nothing? No. I would, I would definitely put replica. on Whitney Houston's fur right now in the wintertime. I would do a I replica. I would do a replica. Like I wouldn't. I would. I, I guess I respect the dead a little bit more, I guess. So I'd mm-hmm. wear a, a replica of it. Did she need to wear the actual dress Marilyn Monroe wore? To me, Kim, baby, yeah, you, you. You not that eye fucking conic, man. Come on. No, Kim is iconic now. I don't think so. Not for me. Not to me. As iconic as Marilyn Monroe, are we going to be having posters of Kim K on our wall 30 years from now? I we won't, it. but the, maybe these young, the young people might. I don't think so. I just don't think so. Okay. I, they, I, I she might be the Marilyn starlet. Posters. She might be the starlet of our time. I can see Beyonce. But we also know we already know that Kim can't even sit with Beyonce. I can see mm, Beyonce. That's on debatable my wall. too to some people. <laughs> Kim can't sit with Beyonce. You like Beyonce new song? I love the lyrics. It's not the beat and all that, but the lyrics of it. It gets I'm me not going. Drake and Beyonce came out with like house music this week, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I need to be like. Rich and doing coke or something to be listening to it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Get some coke snuffed off my ass on the back of a boat. <laughs> Every right, exactly. Every time I, th- I like, I was listening to Drake's album earlier at work, and I was. It made me think of that episode of Martin. What was the white character? And they was having that party. And they answered the phone. He was like, oh, my God, things are going really wild right now. You better get here. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's who's listening to that album. Why the fuck does woo go with coke? <laughs> Motherfucker be like, woo! <laughs> trying to score some blow, my guy. You got any blow? <laughs> I like those lyrics, though, for Beyonce. That shit, like... That motherfucker said, quit that job. Don't be letting people stress you out. Like, I feel like that's what our our uh, generation in particular, that's what we on. I mean, I like the song, but I'm not just putting it on in the car and ride down the street. It's the lyrics yeah. for me. I don't, I mean, the beat and all that. I literally listened to the song for maybe a minute. And then I just read the lyrics because mm-hmm. that's what resonated with me the most. Not, not really the music. My ghetto ass need a bass drum. I need a bass drum. You need them 808s. Hmm. Yeah, I need that in the back socket. You know that. You know that's. You know that's the devil, right? Oh, here we go. Hey, look, I just want y'all to just be knowing stuff. All right, y'all know like Pro Tools is what they use in the studios, right? Pro Tools mm-hmm. was created by the government. Back in the day, all our music was acoustic. We played instruments. It's just a different frequency. So now that eight oh eight, that drum beat we love so much in rap fucking music. It's a problem. This is why you addicted to that shit. And that's why niggas be popping pills, listening to our that shit on the way to our, kill somebody. Our ancestors played drums. That, that's what I'm saying. They played real drums. They weren't playing mechanical drums off of a computer with a fucking evil ass frequency coming through. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and y'all be, y'all, yawn. My yawn. <laughs> it's real, man. Change the music, change the people. That's true. So I appreciate yeah. this song because I feel like it's a good, it's a good frequency. 
Hey guys, know where I can score some blow? Woo! (laughs) (laughs) But look, we're going to go ahead and get into the main topic, y'all. Listen, today we want to talk about black hair and black women uh, in relation to their hair. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a major, it's a big thing. It's a big thing for black women, okay? Please don't touch my shit. Uh, Y'all can't see me, but I'm about to put my hair in the chair beside me because it's hot (laughs) than a motherfucker right now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to commercial. We'll be right back and we'll get into it. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Okay, we are back, y'all. And let's guess what? I got two of my very best friends on the show, and we're talking black hair with them. And one of them I've known since I was a little girl, and we started doing each other's hair like as kids, fucking each other's hair up. And then <laughs> one of them I've known for at least seven years, and I've been doing her hair the whole time, and I love them both very much. Thank y'all for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks hey, for the y'all. invite. Thanks so, for having me. So, uh, Stacy, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Stacy Mitchell. I've been a hairstylist for 21 years, but I started way before then, about four years old, playing with my Barbies. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Can you think of anything else I'd rather do? And you still love it. I still love it. But I give myself breaks so I can continue to love it. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Smart. And then, uh, Tamika, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tamika. VA two up, two down. <laughs> From Virginia. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm um what? From Virginia, live mm-hmm. here in Charlotte now. Um, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for joining us, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think uh most styles, I think I've probably been doing hair since first grade, but I never got my license to do hair because I cannot stand mm-hmm. the customer service aspect of dealing with black women and they fucking hair, okay? Cause you do a bitch hair on Thursday and see her ass on Monday. She done let some nigga pull on that shit all weekend and now you ain't did it right. So. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. That can happen. The customer service aspect is trying at times and sometimes it does make me want to quit. Like, you know what? Fuck these bitches. I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> Cut my hair and make it look longer. Dumbass shit like that. Like, how am I going to cut your hair and make it look longer, bitch? <laughs> so sometimes it it can be, like, crazy with black women in our expectations for hair. Stacey, have you, do you have any experience with that, like, with your customers? Like, what do you do? You know, after so many years, I've tried to figure out the best plan for that. And I really just over-deliver and undersell it. Like, if I know there's a possibility things won't turn out, I'm trying to be really upfront about it. But I don't have a whole lot of problems like that anymore. I promise I have gotten it down to a science. Where bitches just be happy all the time? Well, they know upfront. Like, I can't make a miracle. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about it before, and they're always pleasantly surprised after. I try to make it work. You can't just make blonde hair out of blue-black hair, you know, yeah, in one yeah. day. But, you know, you got to just let them know. You might be a little redhead for a while. Right. Unless it's a wig or we will throw that shit on top and you can be blind right. one day. But right. that's it. Yeah. I try to be honest as much as possible because at the end of the day, I mean, they respect the honesty, in my opinion. Tamika, so you're one of my clients. Do you yeah. have any any uh, <laughs> gripes with me as a hairstylist for you? Well. I'm speaking for the for the clients now. We done heard from the stylist. So... <laughs> We be with the customer service. We be lenient on y'all ass too now because 
you know, let us be five minutes late. <laughs> you you texting, you calling, and you're on your way. Alpha, I done sat there and waited for you. Yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> so I did it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I guess it's on both sides of the spectrum. Like, you know, give and take. Mm-hmm. Sometimes y'all get on our nerves and sometimes we get on y'all's with the customer yeah. service side of it. Because I can't really say this with you, Tammy, but I've had other stylists where I'm they literally triple book. And I'm sitting there waiting two hours on top of my appointment time, you know, mm-hmm. for, to get my hair done. And if I would have did the same thing, if I'm freaking 30 minutes late, you canceling my shit, you... You blocking me. You charging me a seventy five dollars to, to try to book with you again. You know, so right. come, sometimes I feel like stylists need to be a little bit lenient when it comes to sometimes life happens. Sometimes we may be a little bit late, and then sometimes you know we love y'all. So sometimes on our on y'all day off, if we see a cute hairstyle, we're like, I wonder if she could do this, and I get it. That's y'all time. But y'all created that relationship with us, so we can feel like we can do that. <laughs> I, say, I literally be like, bitch, I'm off. Because I get a text message Sunday night. Like, you like this? No, bitch, not right now. I don't like nothing yeah. right now. <laughs> I try to slide it in now. I try to slide it in. And, you know, we'll be having a good conversation. I'll be like, I seen this. I seen this. And she catch on. Like, bitch, I'm off. Like, shit. Right. I thought I was going to slide it in. But, yeah, we do do that. We get spoiled by you guys and mm-hmm. really be trying mm-hmm. and i get it y'all need y'all days off too peace of mind we ain't talking about here today we talk about some mm-hmm. of the shit so right and you know what and in your defense some of these stylists have gotten outrageous with the rules and the expectations of their clients like come with your Thanks. hair wash come with your hair braided <laughs> down sew it in yourself and then i'm gonna curl it for right. you Bitch, and it's gonna be eight thousand dollars yourself <laughs> Bitch, if I knew how to do all that, exactly. then I wouldn't even be coming. I don't know how to do my own braids. I can't do a, I can't bust my own stuff down. <laughs> oh, in my experience, I've tried to say, "Hey, I can squeeze you in if you shampoo your own hair. That's the only way I can get you in." And they come with the greasiest head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, never. I don't trust my clients to shampoo their hair. I shampoo their hair, and so it can flow and be right. soft. I just can't. But also what you were saying, Tanika, about stylists with their grace periods and running behind and stuff. I mean, it is it's a slippery slope because if you have a stylist that's on time and wants to be on time and respects and never makes you wait, then she's going to be on time with you. That means if you have a dinner appointment at eight o'clock, you can make that appointment. But and everybody wants that, you know, you want to be in and out and that's great. But then if she's that type of stylist and never like runs behind, then she can't squeeze you in because she has to stick to a schedule. So yeah. it's always a catch 22 with it. You know, it's like be on time or take me whenever I need you to do me. You know, it's tough. Right. It's, it's tough. Oh yeah. I didn't think about it like that. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be like, you was late, but it don't even be the stylist. It'll be like somebody who was before you was late. Who had an emergency. And I, right, and I allowed them to come late, and now it's pushed my whole day back. But now, it to you as a client, you're late as a hairstylist. It don't mm-hmm. matter what else happened. Yeah. So now they're like, well, you was late this time, so now I'm 100 minutes late today, you know? it's. But I don't charge for that. I'm not one of, you know, those people like 15 minutes late, and you start paying $20 for every five hey, minutes Chris- you late after that? Yeah. I just, that's unfair. I feel like that's unfair practice. It can get out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's unfair. Yeah, I, and that. Sometimes sometimes I'm late just because I ain't shit sometimes. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. Sometimes I be sleep. 
<laughs> well, I've been on the other end of it. Um, I went and got my eyebrows microbladed and I didn't gauge the traffic. And mm-hmm. she was like, let me see if I can move my next client. If not, I can't take you. And she politely kept my deposit and could not take me because I was late. And I had mm-hmm. to respect it because what can right. I do, you know? She told me up front. It was tough that I ate that hundred dollars, but Oh no. Yes. Hundred dollars is a lot to eat. Yes. Yeah. That was my deposit. Non refundable. No, that's some bullshit. Um, I, I had a bitch trying to fight me over her deposit one time. <laughs> For real. She was put she pulled up outside. I was like, girl, I'm not giving you that money back. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. You wanted to tussle. Like, <laughs> you yeah. wanna fight, you wanna tussle? Okay, that's fine, because I've been in the gym, bitch. I'm and I'm stressed out about this nigga. You about to get your ass beat. Just lock the door. <laughs> oh Jesus. Right. So let's talk about our childhood and our hair, like our relationship with our hair as kids. Like, did y'all feel like your hair was beautiful as a child? Were you brought up in a household where there was emphasis on your hair and the beauty of it? Mm, I would say no. Um, It was basically good hair and bad hair type thing with, you know, well, she got good hair if her hair was you know, a certain way and straighter or it was bad hair. So um, I don't think growing up, we really embraced our hair like we do now, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter, she, you know, she'll rock her natural hair. And, you know, back then when I was growing up, it was like, oh, no. like once, Yeah, it was like, relax it, texturize this and that. You know, if you Jerry if your girl. hair had any type of kink in it or any type of wave, mm-hmm. you had bad hair. Right. Mm-hmm. So same. Uh me and Stacy, I remember uh what, sixth grade, we were doing each other's just for me's. Oh yes. Or what or what was what was that perm in the box? Motions, Motions or some shit. We was throwing all that shit. No Motions, yeah. Cream and nature. Yes. Whichever one was four dollars and ninety seven cents. I uh I and burning the yeah, shit I, out our heads. Because if it's not yep. burning, it wasn't working right. back then. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the youngest of three <laughs> girls. So in a house of just four women, I didn't get shit for real. <laughs> so I had to learn to do my own hair. But I did have a fucking Jerry curl. I had a nouveau wave. Mm-hmm. And then the Jerry curl came out oh, yes. in camp finally, you know, swimming all summer long. So my mom just never got the, cr- the cr- Jerry curl back in there. But from that point, I was doing my own hair all the time. Mm-hmm. From little. Yeah, me too. So you not, nobody really mm-hmm. teaches mm-hmm. you how oh, yeah. to manage your hair. And it's time consuming also. That we, we're learning now as adults, once we stop doing the perms and everything else, it's a little bit more time consuming to, to keep up with your natural hair. Do y'all think that people are now spending more money on natural hair than they did when they when perms were? Absolutely. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Well, natural yes, hair costs more in general. Right. Like the in a salon, if you get your hair done in your natural, it costs more than getting your hair done if you're if you're relaxed. And mm-hmm. then just the amount of products you need. If you get go to the salon and you have a relaxed hair, you get a wrap. It's just a wrap. I mean, but when you get your hair done now, if you're natural, you have to buy a ton of products to keep yeah. up with it. You know, we sprayed a little light oil sheen and kept it going back in the day. I mean, it was mm-hmm. nothing. Yes, way so more I- now. I didn't even know all this stuff would exist with hair, like steam treatment, like growing up steam treatments and all that. But when I first seen that, I was like, okay, well, what? This is a hair spa. But what if black women, right? Natural hair didn't do anything with it. 
no products. How would how would how would y'all think our relationships would be if we actually walked around with our natural hair without having to do all the manipulation that we have to do to make it look nice, you know, for our current so standards. So you mean basically dreadlocks? Uh, not, but we can still like, comb it, but it would just, everybody would have whatever the natural texture, may, may, you know, the 4C, like 4C hair, the whatever the other, the spectrum hair is just like for real natural. Because even with using all the products, uh, is right. your hair really still natural? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, AJ. Like, is it really still natural hair? You know, because... All the manipulation of the hair, all this taming the hair, all this, that's really not the natural state of your hair. Like you, that hair needed a lot of help <laughs> to look the way it looked, you know? <laughs> so, yes, I feel like, no, that definitely would be something where men would be like, mm, no, especially men. You know, they would be what like, mm-hmm. what's going on with that? Like, what's, mm-hmm. up, what's up with your hair? Yes. Let's because, get into You know, that I got a homegirl who... She would always wear sew-ins, wigs, and stuff like that. And then her, the guy she got with, like, he was asking her to stop. Now, first for me, AJ, I give a disclaimer to niggas when I meet them. Look, I wear weave all the time. <laughs> Don't wait a year from now to be trying to come at me about my motherfucking weave. No, I ain't wearing my head natural. If I feel like it, I might, but you won't have anything to do with that. Right? So she changed up her style for her dude, right? But then he then realized how much longer it was taking her to get ready that frustrated him more than her wearing the wig. So he suggested her to go back to wearing weaves just because it was taking her longer mm-hmm. to get ready when they had some shit to do. So question, do y'all feel like men are more attracted to women with their natural hair or with weave? Black women. <sighs> That's a hard one. Quiet silence. <laughs> it's really hard not hard though. Yeah. They say one mm-hmm. thing. They say one mm-hmm. thing, you know. Well, yeah. I can speak for my husband. He loves long weave. He likes a shortcut. He even likes my sister lots. And I was worried about that for sure. But mm-hmm. he just wants you to look done, no matter what. Make sure you look done. Like, don't come out half stepping. Whatever it is, that's how he feels. That's what I'm finding with a lot of men. Like long as it look good that's what i found like niggas be like long as it look nice i don't care if it's natural weave or whatever you got long as it's complimenting you i don't care you know a lot of men they say they want natural women which there are plenty like there's a type of black woman out here for every type of black man right so my suggestion to men Mm -hmm. right if you don't like weave don't get with a woman that wears weave and then trying to change her right if you don't yeah if you don't like absolutely I mean, if you like natural hair, there's so many women now wearing their natural hair in whatever state that might be in. You could pick one of them. But they like the long mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And AJ, um, to your point, I do, I give that disclaimer too. Like, listen, I wear weave. Mm-hmm. I wear bonnets. I look like meat meals <laughs> at night if this shit slide off. So... <laughs> If you don't like that, that's cool. Maybe exactly. I'm not the woman for you, but that's me. And just on a personal note, I just feel like a lot of men need to stay out of black women's mm-hmm. business when it comes to hair. You know, I have alopecia. Y'all my girls, so I can let y'all know with Tamino. Mm-hmm. So when you speak a lot of times on, okay, 
wearing weaves and stuff like shut the fuck up you don't know i wear weave because i got i have mm-hmm. to for real you know mm-hmm. like you don't even know mm-hmm. what you're talking about right. like so you you talking about shit you only got it's not even your business you don't even right. know what you're talking about be mindful of what what you say so because i'm completely upfront about a lot of shit about me mm-hmm. so if i'm not that girl for you then that's okay like you said it's a lot of girls out here who are completely natural who don't wear weave who you know, will be exactly. just what you like. But don't mm-hmm. try to come over here and try to switch me up because I'm good. I'm yeah. good with what I got going on, you know? When I, um, let's say I'm dating a nigga and I'm wearing a wig at the time and let's say I'm spending the night with him for the first time, I'll be like, look, <laughs> shit about to get different. My hair is going to be in the bathroom <laughs> and I'm going to put my scarf on and I want you to treat that shit like a crown when I come out the bathroom, okay? <laughs> Right. Don't be alarmed by my hair that's going to still be in the bathroom. Right. When I come right. this bitch. You got, they got to know. And if you walk in my room, I got a whole. Listen, you know how you got the um, hook that you lay your hats on? That's a whole wig hat hook <laughs> So don't be scared if you walk in this room. You see blonde, brunette. You see different bitches right hanging on the coat rack. <laughs> right listen i had one of my niggas all right come in and he saw my wig hanging and you know that episode of martin where pam was that ain't no goddamn puppy he started beating the shit out of my wig i was like what shut <laughs> up like what you gonna do is relax on her you relax right you better treat her nice beat the shit out of my wig like that <laughs> Yeah, y'all, let's take a break right quick. We'll be right back. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice and grow black owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. 
Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I went to Atlanta this weekend on running the streets doing ball-headed whole shit. And uh, I went out to lunch with one of my guy friends. And I never realized he was like a super-duper Kevin Samuels supporter, right? Mm. Anyway, mm. I thought he'd get bitches because I feel like mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels for niggas who don't get bitches. But I thought he'd get bitches. I don't know. That part. So apparently, some of his friends have divested out the community and they've moved to places like uh, um, the Philippines. They've moved to Colombia to get women, right? Because, you know, for whatever reason, they just can't find a suitable black woman in America. Um, and what I was trying to explain to him is that these bitches coming from the slums. So if you want somebody that you just got to take care of and they don't, they're not going to say nothing, then yeah, y'all might need to do that. Right. But we know that these women are going to be, um, you know, our complexion, darker, lighter, whatever. These are going to be women with naturally long hair, naturally curly hair. And this is what the standard of beauty is, I believe, a lot of times uh, for black men. Do y'all think that if Black women in America specifically, if all of us had long, naturally curly hair where your man can touch your fucking scalp during sex, would you think that men would stay within the community more? Do men, are men really like that? Like as, as far as the aesthetics of hair, are they that shallow? I think they're very shallow. Some are. I don't know. Some are, AJ. I just feel like I don't come across that kind of guy. Like, I mean, I, I see my friends and their booze or man or whatever. And they're like, don't forget to put your bonnet on, baby. You know, like my nigga wore a bonnet support <laughs> to bed too. real love. <laughs> I don't wear a bonnet. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm locked up right now, but yeah. I mean, 
I've seen a lot of support and love. I mean, there are some men out there that are just going to find a reason to complain. Um, because you can also make your hair loose curl. I'm a Gina curl stylist if anybody's looking mm-hmm. for one. Um, and so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it can be done. I mean, lots of people walking around with a curl you think it's their natural hair. I mean, if you want loose curls, you can get a song with loose curls. I mean, if they're going to find a reason to complain. If you have it, it'll be something else. Yeah, I agree. For that type of person. A lot of- a lot of niggas is like, what do ass and titties do? I don't care. Put a bag on your head, bitch. But, right. Right. What that mouth do? No, what that mouth do? Right. But we ain't gonna act <laughs> like once they find out what those uh, things do, that they don't just start going into some other shit. Yeah. It's like almost yeah. an ever. Those other guys talking loud, that's yeah. a small community. That's just a small group of men. You're right. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Minorities. Yeah. yeah. Um, so apparently black women, I don't know who the fuck business this is, but whatever. Apparently we spend in like $473 million annually on hair care. <laughs> apparently I found this article on, um, Huffington Post or Huff, what is it? Huff Post. My bad. Found this article on Huff Post. It says the narrative mm-hmm. surrounding black beauty, specifically hair is changing as black women embrace their curls, coils, and kinks. Marketing research backs this shift as Mattel reports hair relaxer sales fell 38% between 2012 and 2017. Conversely, the black hair market is still growing each year and is valued at $2.5 billion. So this, this, yeah, this article does support that because now more black women are going natural. We're spending Mm -hmm. more money on hair, even women who wear weave. Like, because underneath this, this wig, mm-hmm. underneath these tracks, I'm natural, mm-hmm. right? So you yep. start right. spending more right. money on, on natural hair care. I, for me, I know, I wish I started a company where you could sample some shit and send it back if you don't want it. I know yeah. Sally's, if you use 30% um, or less of the product, you can return it. Mm-hmm. So if you just want to try and buy some shit, but I, I'm a product junkie. I got so much fucking hair products. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I feel like if it doesn't, if I try mm-hmm. like for a month and it ain't doing what I thought it was going to do, I'll discard it and go buy some other shit. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll discard it. My shit goes That's into the garden. That's what I mean. Not really Same throw it thing. out. I keep it. Yeah. I keep it and it just be in there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Partying with the rest of the shit I ain't using. Yeah, I talked to my daughter. She knows everything, anything about anything with hair. So I'm going to run it by her first. And then I'll be like, okay, should I try this? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah, this is a good one. Then I'll try it. You know, but you're right. I wish I could send some of this shit back because just because it works well for somebody, it doesn't work well for all hair types. Even the hair types it's supposed to work well for, it don't always, it's not always that case. Mm-hmm. So they, if you could sample, sample it and send it back, that's a win-win. I'll probably buy more shit because I know exactly. I can Because I can mm-hmm. see that. <laughs> Do you feel like, all right, the younger generation, I just feel like they have a different relationship with their hair than we did growing up. Like, these young kids will shave their head in a minute mm-hmm. and don't give a damn. Like, when we were growing up, our hair was like, if you lost your hair, like, like she has cancer. Yeah. Something is wrong. Yeah. Why is her hair bald? You know, that's the only way, Right. Do y'all agree that kid, like, what do you think is the dynamic that changed the relationship with their Us, hair? For their parents. Uh, my mom did not mm-hmm. play. <clears throat> if she saw a nap, it was getting relaxed. Mm-hmm. If she thought my hair was dry, it was getting grease on mm-hmm. it. Like, we couldn't get in the pool. I mean, we still did. But, you know, it was just a completely different 
aspect. Well, for one, it was um, it was not called unapologetically black back then. It was black, mm. but be safe and make sure you fit in and conform to the community standards so that others won't be worried or think you look different. You know, you want to get the job and, you know, mm -hmm. all that. But now it's unapolog unapologetically black. I think that's one difference. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I definitely love how these kids embrace their hair. They embrace their looks. Mm -hmm. They will shave it. They will color it. Mm -hmm. They will do whatever. And if they want to wear color hair, they don't care if anybody thinks it's ghetto or whatever. That's me. And this is what, if I want to wear 30 inches down my ass, I'm going to do it because that's what I want to do. You know, they, they don't care. They mm -hmm. like just all like their self and they are out there. And I, I love it. I tell my kids, and I think that I, does come from us because I hate it to be sitting on mm -hmm. the side couldn't get in the pool because I just got to relax. Right. I was like, well, why the hell you give me a relaxer <laughs> one week before you knew I was going to the pool? Now I got to sit on the side and I can't get in. So I didn't do that to my kids. You know, mm -hmm. like, no. Get in the pool. You know, I'll figure it out. We'll do something else with your hair, you know, over these next couple of months so that you can enjoy. Mm -hmm. So now they, they just know that I am not my hair. Literally, I'm not my hair. Mm -hmm. This hair going to conform to what the fuck mm -hmm. I got going on. Not <laughs> not the other way around. Mm -hmm. Right. Around, <laughs> right. I When I was little, I accidentally fell in the pool. Oops, ma. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Did you get your ass beat when you get up out there pool? Yeah, Deal I was it. willing to take that ass whooping though so I could <laughs> have some fun. That was like, the worst. Oops. Yep. Mm -hmm. I can admit that I'm I was one of those black women who be going on vacation to the beach with a motherfucking lace front wig on for the longest. And then I'm like, I really enjoy swimming. Like I like like I'm a fish. You know, I like to be in the fucking water. So now I don't do that shit. I'm getting me some braids. I had locks just recently. And it's the most freeing to be able to just get up and fucking go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just still got to deal with some shit. Mm -hmm. Still got to deal with finding the good edge control lodge. So you're still spending how much money for some fucking edge control. But, mm -hmm. but fuck that too. Because when I had my locks, I just was letting it do. That was the most like, to be honest, y'all, I when I had those locks, I didn't think I would enjoy them as much as I did. Because typically I'm someone who wears mm -hmm. long weave all the time. And I put those locks in my hair, and I was like, I get up in the morning and leave a conditioner on that shit mm -hmm. and just go. That was the best shit. Yeah. I can't wait to get yeah. them back. And then you give your time, your scalp, your scalp Summertime. has access to the fucking sun. You can oil your shit. Like, mm -hmm. I can't do nothing with this shit plastered on my fucking forehead. Right. <laughs> 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 In the sun, I mean, the summertime, I feel like black women, we struggle the most with our hair in the summer months, well, especially people living in the South because the heat is so trying with any hairstyle. I don't give a damn right. what kind of hairstyle you got. Like, I'm ready to go ahead and like shave my head. If I had a cute head shape, I promise you I might shave my head by this ball. But Me I got too. My, my cone at the top. I got a cone, <laughs> so that ain't gonna work. But I done took this weave off and put it in the front seat and put the seatbelt on this shit plenty of times in the summertime. <laughs> Come on, sit back. <laughs> back. Sit your ass back. God damn. <laughs> Just be in the helmet in the seatbelt. All right, y'all. So listen. 
recently, did y'all see Saucy Santana at the, uh, there was a pride concert, a pride parade or something going on in Texas recently. And his, uh, his commentary in regards to, he didn't say black women. He just was saying bitches and hoes, but we know who usually who the fuck they talking about. So, um, just let me read his commentary right quick, right? So Santana told the crowd that gays run the world because when them bitches need their hair done, they call the gays. When they need a stylist, them hoes call the gays. When they need their makeup done, they call the gays. Uh, when them niggas, when that, what, they, what do you say? When the dog ass baby daddies, um, hold on. When they need advice about their dog ass baby daddies, they call the gays. He also went on to say that how, you know, gay men are the blueprint. How y'all feel about that? Mm-hmm. Duplicated, never the originated. No, I mean, I, I definitely feel like a lot of men out here slaying hair. But that shit came back from us. You know, that came back from us. Give credit where it's due. You know, I, that's how I feel. Growing up, it was women doing hair. Don't get me wrong. It, it may have been a couple men sprinkled in, but mm-hmm. that wasn't, that's not my core where I saw where men were running the show. Now, again, I, I'll i give mm-hmm. them the male stylist. They doing their thing, but I feel like that's far-fetched, in my opinion. I've had clients mm-hmm. tell me that, lots of clients or just people in general tell me that their women, these are women only, said that their favorite stylist was a man, gay or straight. Um, I think a lot of times for women, it just it's a, makes you feel better when a man does it. I don't know why, but that's just what I've seen in the, in the past. Um, I have know plenty of wonderful, talented female hairstylists and makeup artists that do an amazing job. I think it is a minority for um, gay men to be stylists. So it's like a trophy, you know, in a sense. But I think it's just so many women doing hair that it's just mm-hmm. awesome that they have a man or, or I don't know. That's my little two cents. I don't know. I think it's exaggerated, though. Yeah, but I would rather for a woman. I feel more comfortable with sis doing my or a woman doing my hair. Just me, you know, because I feel like she understands my hair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like we can just relate on hair and not saying a man can't do it. But just my preference. I feel I feel more comfortable mm-hmm coming there looking fucked up and let you know a, a mm-hmm. woman do my hair yeah and we also know that the salon oftentimes is a damn therapy office too so i can't have the same type of conversations with uh this male stylist that i might have with my homegirl slash um female stylist right you know what i'm saying so that's another aspect of it you know what with saucy santana you know i really feel like this is like the highest form of patriarchy possible what we're seeing right now and i feel like black women need to do a little bit better job at fucking gatekeeping at this point because we empower and we we now these people feel entitled entitled and take offense by me saying these people i don't give a fuck okay (laughs) okay (laughs) it's the highest form of patriarchy because imagine a man being able to tell a woman bitch i'm you because i feel like it right the fuck is that Mm -hmm. and that's what's happening so or because that's a new wave. Exactly. You know. So how how could you possibly be the, the blueprint of anything when we literally birth you niggas? Birth okay? you. Yeah. So imagine a grown man getting up there or whatever he identifies as. To me, it's, can I use this word? Heterophobic? 
Is that a word? <laughs> is that a thing? Or you might have made it up just now. Because it seems a little heterophobic. <laughs> Are we experiencing some heterophobia? Yeah. And is it possible for a heterosexual person to cancel a gay person? Because we usually see them canceling the fuck out our ass for one hmm. little comment commentary. Can we do that? Y'all scared to talk about I, that? I, you know, I was nah. okay. I'm offended. I was offended Absolutely. by what he said. You know, I listen. I love my. I love my gay girls, guys. Whatever you identify, I love them. I yes. love when they do hair. They slay. They do like they even with dancing. They slay, like they gonna dance their ass off too. But, but what he said mm-hmm. was offensive to me as a woman and as a hairstylist. Like, I mean, come on now. I'm still a woman, and we are the blueprint. We literally birth y'all. We birth everybody. Man or woman, we birth everybody. So, um, go ahead and drop Nicki Minaj. All, all you bitches is my son. <laughs> drop that in there real quick. And your sons are my stepsons. That part. You ain't my son. You my motherfucking stepson. Right, right. So I was offended by what he said. I mean, I get, I get what he's trying to say, trying to hit at, but. I mean, it's a better way to say it because we birth. And it's you, not baby. true oh, either. Y'all. It's just not true. You know that might be the fad. Like, how can that you be the be blueprint? The, the blueprint, you that's that's not even true. Mm-hmm. That was that was you know, a that reach. Was, that, that you he, know? Talk, he he grabbed Jesus' foot on that one. <laughs> and he yeah. look <laughs> look. And he didn't apologize. He went on to tweet fake woke ass bitches. People don't care about old tweets. The internet have this weird thing with power, thinking they have the power to cancel someone. Newsflash: You don't. Y'all be thinking y'all have someone about have someone by the balls about situations you don't give a damn about. We give a damn about this situation, and we need an apology. As far as I'm concerned, we do. And, and matter of fact, you right. No you right. I don't. Him. It's okay. You're he right. can feel how he. He can feel how he want to feel about it, but at the end of the day, we'll always be the blueprint. The if we stop fucking today, right. everybody would die. And yeah. the world would end. Right. I don't know now. That's they definitely, the baby. They definitely make the kids in the lab, but they, they probably AI. They ain't no fucking real human. There'll be some iRobots. <laughs> That's crazy. Artificial intelligence all day. But it's crazy because, you know, right. he's, never mind. I'm not even going to go there, but Go, go there, go there. I can't no, always be the only one going there. Go there, go there. I love so I think I like his music, it's fun. I do appreciate all the male stylists out there, makeup artists, but I mean it's a lot of the time it's like things mimicking what I do. How I wear my hair, how I arch my eyebrows, right. you know, so maybe I'm the blueprint. You know? You are right. You are. Absolutely. You are the blueprint. Every every I feel like every male stylist they they look up to some they idolize some woman. So right. Mariah Carey, right. Beyonce, like they idolize a woman. You know, so I don't understand how you can be the blueprint. Yeah. The only I thing I can and it's popping, <laughs> right? It's birthing kids. Look, the one thing <laughs> I will give them, okay, the face beat. That definitely clean came from the trans community. Oh, black, yes. Women, yes. black women in particular were never wearing that much heavy ass makeup. And all the tricks. My homegirl, her daughter, yeah, my homegirl, her daughter FaceTime over the mm-hmm. weekend after somebody did her makeup. And I'm like, who's that? Who the fuck <laughs> is that? She looked like a drag queen. That's how heavy this makeup was. That's how mm-hmm. heavy the contouring was. And she's a beautiful ass girl, young woman. Like, you don't need that much makeup. They need that much makeup to look like us. But to be a natural woman, you don't... It, makeup is just supposed to, like, 
you know, it's just supposed to be like a um, an enhancement. enhancement. It's not supposed to make you look like a whole nother person. No, well, and I see that. That's and where we kind of get fucked well, up. Well, your is so... I for pictures, no, for pictures, but good to be walking around in, in real life. It's what makes you happy. Yeah, that's, about, right. that's the whole basis of the beauty right. industry. But were yeah, we yeah. always I wearing agree, that heavy yeah. makeup like that? Were we always wearing heavy makeup like that? No, but styles change. Or did that come from that community? I feel like, I feel like in like the nineties. If you go back to early nineties and eighties, they were doing like strips of pink here <laughs> and blue, but and it was like no, real we heavy. Not not just, that's who I'm no, talking about. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston had all that. Yeah, we, but. But Whitney was more, you know. This shit. Whitney was kind of more on the other side with the, the you know, to me with the makeup and stuff. Lighter. When I looked at us, we mainly had on some lip liner. You know. Eyebrows. We, eyeliner. Not even lip liner. Black, eyeliner. A little fake mold. <laughs> and then when we spice it up, we do a red lip. You know, and we, that was. You talking yeah. about like 90s. I'm talking about like the 80s when they mm-hmm. were like putting like. Heavy blush mm-hmm. and, and heavy pink, hot blue pink eyeshadow on their eyes, and like it was mm-hmm. hot pink. It was bright, but we'll yeah. be with all the contouring. You know? I just think it we'll just changes the, with the, the time. Contouring for the face hair is to give a higher cheekbone. Mm-hmm. Most women naturally have that cheekbone, right? So that mm-hmm. lift that doesn't come from women. That extra lift, that nose yeah, contouring, mm-hmm. and all that shit—that's how we look naturally. A lot of yes. us. But not if you gain weight and you need to get it back. Because, <laughs> yeah, my shit, if I turn to the side, <laughs> it ain't naturally yeah, like, like that no more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. My shit ain't naturally like that no more. I'm Listen, I'm thankful for I'm that. I'm thankful uh, for tip. all that contouring, yes. Yes, me too, because mm-hmm. baby. A lot of the tricks you yeah. did come from mm-hmm. the um, oh, drag queens. Yeah, I, I, Gay I community. agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes, like she, sometimes it can be a bit much, but I do appreciate some of those, especially of this part. Yeah, honey, contour my now that's my favorite. Tammy taught me that shit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna contour my nose because I keep, I keep my nose. But this chin part, uh-huh. I thank you, thank you, sir, <laughs> for for getting me right with the, with the, with the chin. You know what I'm saying? My chin, the second one don't need to be a part of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. No. It don't need to be a part of nothing in my life, honestly. That second chin can go yeah. to hell. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, goodness. So let me ask y'all this. All right, with, in the black community, all of our, most of our products and hair, it comes from hair stores that are ran by Asians in our community where they don't really invest any money back into the black community. After you spend that money in that hair store, that money does not recirculate right. in our neighborhoods. How do y'all feel about that? Like, I don't like it. Does it make you upset? Um, it, it does. It's a monopoly, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you go mm-hmm. to a black owned hair store, the prices are astronomical, exactly. you know? And you, when you think about, you know, people who are, buying that who don't go to the hair salon and buy all their products and do their kids hair at home it can it can't sometimes it's not affordable to always invest in the black hair stores that's the toughest part because if we could get more black it costs us hair more stores, to do business that, right it costs mm-hmm. us more we could afford it more than we would but it is unfortunate i know a lot of people who have 
navigate their life around never going to Asian-owned businesses because they don't invest back into the Black community. Mm -hmm. Right. I try my best. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if you open a, a shop, you still have to go to them for them products. Because most everything is produced in, you know, in China. You know, the the tools and stuff that we use, maybe not so much the hair products, because it's like, I know a lot, there's a lot of black women now have natural hair care lines. And it's just from natural fruits and berries and roots and shit, right? But like tools, yes. like combs, all this jewelry, all this stuff they do to cater, even the music in the goddamn store a lot. They got gospel music, then they got rap going on in the damn hair store. And if your mm -hmm. total comes out to a dollar and 12 cents and you don't have them two pennies, they will send your ass to the fucking car. You can't even get two pennies from the Asians inside their stores. I, I would like to challenge more black women to try and shop black. They had there's some black online stores, which would be a little bit cheaper for um, us to to do. Maybe it, it might take a little bit longer for you to get your products, but right. that, that's something we can do in our community. Right. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be mad at uh, the P Asian people in the black community if they put right. some money back right. into that's the community. They just if that money circulated <laughs> more in our community, but it doesn't. They yeah. take it to their own. Like our dollar leaves instantly when we when we invested in that and we spend so mm -hmm. much money and they're, in there. they're just so now, much money you know as of i'll say what the last 10 years or so starting to hire black women to work inside their um in their stores we couldn't even get a job in there they follow you around the store mm -hmm. which i do people steal okay people do steal so i i don't um yeah. i can't fault them for that but fighting and putting your hands on people for a couple of dollars no right I used to, I used to steal out the hair store. So you, were, you wanted car one of them. So your picture was up there. You had your picture. To, remember them socks with the balls on the back? Boy, I used to rob their ass blind for them little balls. I had ball socks to go with every outfit, bitch. Don't play with me. Fuck. Yo, I had a red ball, blue ball. I ain't pay for any of that shit. That's the least they can do. That's the least they can do. That's reparations, hope. Right. <laughs> I would take Love these ball socks. <laughs> oh, well, so I try to have everything that my clients need in the salon: brushes, combs, satin pillowcases, styling products, whatever I use, I sell. So they don't have to go there. But that's just also just business marketing for my own self. Yeah. Um, but that's awesome. I have everything I use, so they can get that helps. Mm -hmm. Do you not get it from, do you not go to, into like, no, my products are professional or, but I can say if I order it in bulk from somewhere, it's probably going to come from China. I mean, everything yeah. does. So I'm not like, mm -hmm. at least you're not China. paying that premium saying, price though, from having a right, grand hair store. I'm a small store. business. I, you know, I'd rather my right. clients come to my small business and support me than going to the Asian hair store and buying it, even though we probably all got it somewhere from the same place somewhat. Um, but my products are professional and they do not come from China. But right. brushes, combs, I don't mm -hmm. know where they come from. They probably Same. do. Yeah. Yeah, I know they passed mm -hmm. that. Uh, last year they passed like the, it's not called the Asian hate bill. It's like the COVID, the COVID uh, um, anti-hate bill, but it's for Asians, Island Pacific, uh, Pacific Island, whatever, right? Pacific exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know I'm Geechee, bitch. Right? So, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. And they paint the narrative that it's black people that's been attacking, you know, the Asian community when we clearly see that law came into play after a white man shot up a massage, mm, a shot massage up an Asian spa parlor in Atlanta, right? Yeah. 
If you are that afraid of black people, why are y'all still in our communities? I'm confused. If they really, if there's really a problem between Asians and black people, how are your businesses still thriving in black communities? I don't know if it's so much them that yeah. paint the narrative that it's black people as it is the media. You know, I don't know if it's like Asians and black community is like, oh, it's the black folks. No, the, I, I haven't small, heard no Asians say a that. Small, I haven't we have seen a small no. sample size to see how they feel about us by the way they treat us in their establishments. Y'all don't think so? No, I have I have Asian clients. I feel like I, I, I don't think that the Asians are afraid of us at all. I think they look at us dead in our eyes like regular people. I think that that's just something that is a narrative that's put out it's there. Like white supremacy, but, right? I think it's something that people mm-hmm. just want to push at times to make it another thing that we're doing wrong. But no, in general, I when I walk into the hair store, I never feel like they're afraid at all. I mean, sometimes some I feel like my visit isn't welcomed or wanted or care or appreciated. That's the word appreciated. Appreciated. But I never right. felt mm-hmm. like they were afraid. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. afraid, right. And then I have Asian friends. I have uh Asian homegirls and I don't receive that from like the people I know, obviously. A lot of them, like, low-key be kind of like niggas. I have an Asian friend, and she's definitely one of the realest. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) So, I don't know if that's a real narrative. Right. It's it's more than than likely, definitely something the media is pushing, a narrative, Mm -hmm. for sure. How do y'all feel about, um, did y'all see this video on Instagram? This uh, white girl, her name is Alex Von Dutch. And this is something, Tam, we could have talked about in Stupid Internet News, child, this bitch, a couple weeks ago. Um, but she's seen on, she's like TikTok. I don't know if she's a singer, whatever. She has music in her handle on TikTok and Instagram. But I don't know what she what exactly she does. But she's on TikTok, mostly. And she had that video uh, posing a question to black women. It went viral. She was asking why black women... Um, don't feel supported by black men. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. But she's seen, she has singleese twisting her head. Like she has like a black hairstyle, right? Mm-hmm. And she was basically posing all these questions. Supposedly she's a Kevin Samuel supporter. Also, okay. she says he was her mentor. He, she would talk to him often. So it's almost like people are creating platforms off of triggering black women. About whatever, maybe some fucking hair, mm-hmm. our relationships with black men, all this shit. But how do y'all feel about like, And she's appropriating and playing a black woman while doing this. I feel very <laughs> supported by a black man. So she's definitely not talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that people try to push a narrative once again. I mean, do y'all feel supported by black men? So I don't, yeah, I do. I do. Um, I think that as a collective, maybe there's something there as a, you know, because you know, there's the whole thing where black women are the least, uh, are the most disrespected, unprotected, all that, that little, uh, you know, Malcolm X said it, right? And people hang on to that till this day. I'm not, I don't have a victim mentality. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's like victimhood. Mm-hmm. But I can understand where some mm-hmm. women may feel that way. I can understand that. But it's all—it's still some shit that's supposed to be discussed in our community. Like, I don't need a white, white woman um, questioning me about 
uh, my relationship with black men. And it was mostly black, white women responding to her. And this Asian woman, um, because she, she actually did another TikTok and said, why are 70% of black children in America raised by single mothers? And an Asian woman responded to her ass and said, you need to be worried about all the uh, serial killers and rapists and mass murderers that are being created in the two family white homes as opposed to being in, in black people's business. That was a snapback. And I felt that. I, um, I, I mean, those are good questions, right? I mean, those are things that we definitely need to figure out what's going on in our communities. But why are you asking that and question? And what you going to do with the answer? Like, why, answer? Why do you, right, like, what are you about to do? Get your ass beat up <laughs> in the street? Those are actually true statements sometimes. But mm -hmm. that's not your business. Why do you care? And what are you going to do? When you pick that bone up, what are you going to carry it to? What are you going to do to help the situation? Nothing. Mm -hmm. So are you just trying to be messy at that point? And you're just trying mm -hmm. to stare the pot because, okay, that's that's black problems. Let us worry about our own shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, what are you going to do with it? Right. Right. It, it was, was a black bait, exactly. It got people engaging, yeah. and that's all they wanted was the engagement. A mm -hmm. black man commented to her and asked her um, if she was black. And she responded back to him and she said, uh, by heart or by skin color? Girl. So clearly she <laughs> she's identifying. Okay, <laughs> that's, Rachel Dozen. That's exactly where I'm going. And in another video, she says, what does uh, she have to do for the black community to trust her? And she says, even though I'm not black, I identify with you. Again, we need to do a better job at gatekeeping. These motherfuckers feel entitled to all things black women. If you want to get the check on social media, what do they do? They they make like caricatures out of out of black women. They throw a wig yeah. on, do our head movements, talk shit about, like it's they're making fun, but a black woman oftentimes can't become a millionaire or get a million follows off of naturally just being herself. But a white woman pretending to be us will get support from the black community and the white community. Um, I saw a lot of black women yeah, got a million followers I've being themselves. You don't think you? you I don't feel, feel like, like they're a little are. bit. Uh, let's take the little uh, "Catch Me Outside" little girl for example. Why should she be famous? Because young people follow her. I don't follow her. I mean, you know, Me she's young. Young people have a million followers, easy. But also, she's um mm -hmm. a character. Like people want to see someone act a fool. And what character is that? Yes, she she's does. the character of a specific type of black woman. She does. She does. She does. But also there are um, black women being themselves that have a million followers. And that's why people do imitate those accounts because they know it generates mm -hmm. content. You know, people want it. Mm -hmm. Even on Etsy, there's a mm -hmm. million fake black owned businesses on Etsy. They're not black owned businesses. They just have like mm -hmm. black girl magic apparel. Mm -hmm. It is something. I guess it's flattery, but people are imitating us. So Right. Yeah, this is very interesting. And I feel like we can go all day long with a black hair topic because mm -hmm. it just goes into all so many different things when you start talking about black women and mm -hmm. hair, relationships, growing up, mm -hmm. natural, weave. We got to stop yeah. somewhere. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I want us to do um, a dumbish story. 
dumb bitch story? You're so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. So, if you've listened to the show, we always have our guests share a dumb bitch story. It doesn't have to be about hair. I mean, if you could relate to hair, that would be great. But uh, if you could think of a moment you were ever played or somebody tried to play you or ran them up, can you share a time? Me? <laughs> I don't know. You know mine. Do you have one for me? You can. I Look, it is what it is at this point. Damn, you've been keeping tally of her <laughs> dumb bitch activity for her, Tam? <laughs> you know that one time. I have not. Now, you know that one time you was it. really a dumb bitch. Bitch, you remember? <laughs> I've been smart. <laughs> oh, your whole life. So, yeah. She was smart her whole life, y'all. That's it. Except for, That's it. Except for that one time. Um, I can tell you a story about us just being dumb bitches together. Okay, that's a good one. Go ahead. Um, it was Easter. All right, this is like in our twenties. <laughs> oh, it's Easter Sunday morning, and we had been out clubbing all night. Six a.m. Six a.m. is people getting up ready to go praise the Lord and thank Him for resurrecting and stuff. And we drunk, and she was like, "Stop and get gas." And I forgot she said that, and I wasn't paying attention. I was driving her car, and we broke down on the side of the highway with no gas. And some strange white people pulled over and picked us up, took us to the gas station, and we got a gas can. And I was out there smoking <laughs> a black and mild, filling up the gas can. Dumb bitch. <laughs> About to blow my motherfucking self up. Listen. <laughs> And we got a gallon of gas, and people took us back to our car, and then we made it home. That was so dumb. <laughs> it was that was dumb. But let's talk. It was a strip club, not just a regular club. Yeah, we was. And Tammy asked for a twenty on pump one, and they're like, "It's just one gallon for the can. You can't get 20. <laughs> and I was so confused. I'm like, "Why the fuck I can't get twenty? I need 20. It's like yeah. it's a gallon can, bitch. Mm -hmm. I'm like. So put 20 in it. Yes. She's like, wake up, bitch. Your car broke down. I was like, did you put gas in it? I was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a fun night. Shame, shame, mm. shame. We didn't go to church on Sunday. We did not make we it to church. It. I prayed I prayed on the side of the road before we got in the car with those white folks. So. We did. That was, the, that I was grace God. Yeah, but they were so nice. They were so nice. And they were young. They, they were teenagers were so... or young adults. They were very young. Yeah, they were younger than us, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like, where y'all coming from this late? They're probably going, they're probably going to church. Sunrise. No, service. they was not going to church. <laughs> they didn't look like it. They didn't seem like the churchy type. <laughs> no. But okay, that was our she got some dumb bitch stories. She just ain't gonna share that, with y'all. Yeah, that, that's she that's my married woman. That's now. my lane right there. Yeah. So uh Tamika. Well, before we close out, uh, do you have a dumb bitch story to share with us? I just recently was a dumb bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm a divorce bitch. So I guess, you know, that, that goes hand in hand. But um, I remember it was one time where, you know, basically I... And actually, I looked a little stupid. This is an older story. Let me tell this one. This, I ain't going to go too current. So... Me and our ex, you know, we had broken up or whatever. So he picked me up and we went out to eat. And me being messy, his girlfriend, I was like, eh, I'm out with your nigga, you know what I'm saying? We out to eat, this and that. I'm sending, I'm sending like picture, I'm sneaking doing pictures and all this, right? 
so she calls him, right? And basically, he uh-huh. was he's looking at his phone. He didn't answer. So he come to text, just flooding through. So do you know this nigga got up and left my ass right there at that restaurant? Rightfully so. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> he didn't say nothing. He just got up and walked away. That nigga politely got up and left my ass sitting at that restaurant. That's I what I want my nigga so to do. Stupid. Do you hear me? I felt so dumb. Yes. But I can laugh about that yeah. shit now. Like I can really mm. laugh about that now. Right. But I was at <laughs> and we was at IHOP. <laughs> Not the IHOP. We was at IHOP. So I'm on the phone with my friend like, bitch, come get me. This nigga left me at She was like, I don't go my way. So literally I'm sitting and everybody see see to me everybody knew what was going on. Maybe that would be being guilty. I'm just sitting there in front of IHOP with no ride home because he, he drove. <laughs> but yeah. That's my dumb bitch story. Cause I kinda still was messing yeah. with him after that. After this nigga left me at IHOP. <laughs> But that told me to stay in my damn place. I ain't had no business texting that girl telling her what was going on. That's my fault. Right. Uh, you had no business with right. her man. He was my That's man what it was. First. He was my man first. Did you That's y'all man. Hell no. Okay, she ain't apologized when she was hunching on him, no ma'am. Good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh, that yeah, was so one. I was a dumb bitch, a stupid bitch, all that wrapped up. <laughs> Did he no, at least pay? I had to pay. Wow. Luckily it was aha. Luckily it was aha. But <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Right. I was so embarrassed. I wouldn't right. even be sending a bitch some shit. I'm at. I'm sitting there I hop with nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't it, no Ruth Chris. This ain't no Morton defense. Steakhouse. Like I hop nasty hop. <laughs> In my defense, it didn't matter where we was at. I was in there with her nigga. I just needed her to know that. I didn't give a fuck. We could have been at Taco Bell. And I needed to let her know that I got my lit back. But but the laugh was on me. What's your sign? Right. What the hell? Sagittarius. Girl, bye. Sagittarius. That's why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Both of y'all Sagittarius. Yeah. All right, y'all. Um, so please, um, if you have anything going on that you want uh, people to follow, your social media, your businesses, or anything that you want to share with everyone, please go ahead and plug yourself right now. Okay. Well, thank you guys for having me, AJ and Tam. Mm-hmm. I am on Instagram at stylistahaircompany.com. S-T-Y-L-I-S-T-A-H-A-I-R-C-O. All right, y'all. And she do that Gina Curl if y'all want that... Um, Curly, curly hair without the wet. Curl. Right, without the wet. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yes, I, this has been so much fun, guys. And thanks, AJ and Tam, for having me. So, um, you can find no problem. Yeah, on Instagram still. I had to think. Um, only one Miss Wa- um, Parker on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, Miss Parker. Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram, you know, so it's been fun. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank y'all so much for coming on and talking here with us. We got to have y'all back when it get cold. We're going to talk about hair oh, in the winter. Thank <laughs> My winter hair, summer hair, all that shit is all the same. <laughs> Mine is all the same all year long. 
All right, y'all, listen. So if you enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. Y'all, this is AJ Holiday 2.0. Y'all follow me on Instagram. We got Twitter going. That's We Talk Back Podcast. Any dumb bitch stories, ask a black friend. We want to get back into that. All right. Send us an email at wetalkbackpod at gmail.com. Y'all follow me on Instagram. It's official Tam Bam. I love y'all. Listen, I know we do. AJ gonna scare all the white people. That's a lie. I be responding. Your ass be ready to call them dumb bitches. Get out of here now. I be having real responses for people. If they a dumb bitch, they want to hear it. (laughs) You be abusing people on the low. They don't even know it. No, I don't. It's all in love. Listen, so send your Ask a Black Friend, your dumb bitch story. Send that in. We need that. Um, follow me again. I said Instagram, official Tam Bam. And y'all remember to speak now. And never hold your peace. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.